guys. Welcome to the Love and Cookies podcast. My name is Nick, and I'm sharing my story and encouraging you to live yours. I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, welcome back to the Love and Cookies podcast, guys. I'm super excited because I've got my friend Derek here with me today. Hey. So, Derek, I'm going to start something with you that I'm going to do with every single one of my guests, and that is I got to ask you a question. All right. What is your favorite cookie? Oh, totally easy. Oatmeal, raisin, hands down. That That's a strong choice. Not my favorite, but that is a very, very strong choice. What do you got? I mean, snickerdoodles. Hands uh, okay. down. All right. Hands down snickerdoodles. All right. At least you didn't say chocolate chip. Right. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that's not original. Nope. No. But, and the other thing, we've got sound effects. Oh, that's, hold on. We need to turn that up. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> And another thing, we've got sound effects today. Oh, yeah, that was much better. Yeah. All right. So um, I'll try not to go too crazy with those. <laughs> this is going to be bad. We Yeah, we'll see if that makes the final cup. But all right. So today we are going to be talking about something everybody loves, fear. Woo. Yeah. So fear uh, is defined as a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, pain, etc., whether the threat is real or imagined, the feeling or condition of being afraid. Is there like a good pain? You said evil pain? Like, <laughs> Well, oh, sorry, I, probably, I just talk fast. So impending danger, comma, evil, comma, pain. Ah. So yeah, not evil pain, but evil pain. pain. Yeah, so sorry. I just talk really <laughs> fast. I was like, man, what's a good pain? Yeah, <laughs> true story. I listen to most podcasts on one and a half speed to help get through them faster can't do it with my own way too fast <laughs> i've got to slow down i will try to talk slow for you all who use one and a half speed i i've tried I'm, i can't do it but anyway we're talking about fear today so can you tell me about a time when you were afraid yeah i was actually thinking about this and uh, some of you may not know what this is but back in the day there was something called y2k yes and <laughs> Uh, you know, there was mass hysteria about what was going to happen if the computers crashed because the date was wrong. And um, I just remember being freaked out about that. And I was actually at a New Year's Eve party and they were counting down. And I remember like having a panic attack because oh, I was gosh. like, what is going to happen? <laughs> like I thought, I don't know. I'm, I obviously thought some, we were going to explode in our house. Like, I don't know, but it was irrational. <laughs> I was totally freaked out of my mind and did not handle it well. So even though that, you know, you're totally freaked out, you're totally afraid. Um, the one thing I think, you know, that, that you did say is you're like, you know, I was. And I think a lot of times when you hear about fear, people just try to tell you, like, it's not real. Like, it, it doesn't, you know, you're not afraid. You're not afraid. You know, just tell yourself, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. But that would that have worked at all for you? I wish that would have worked because <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I even part of me probably knew it was not cool to do that, but right. <laughs> I was like, I'm just freaked out. It was totally real to me. Right, and no matter how irrational it is, like just even if you know it's irrational, like that, you know, that doesn't help just to try to ignore it. So I think you know when we're talking about fear and we're talking about how to deal with it, we've got to you know first admit like, hey, this is real. So. I was preparing for this and I was kind of looking like, what, what does the world try to tell us about how to handle fear? And here's what I found. So I want to try this with you. Um, it is overcoming fear the world's way. It's a, a simple visualization to letting go of fear and anxiety. So here's what I want you to sit in a comfortable position for meditation Got with, it. 
with a straight back. Oop. I don't know how comfortable that is, but and close your eyes. And those of you at home, you can try this too, unless you're driving a car. Please don't close your eyes and drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so we're sitting straight, straight back. We've got our eyes closed. We're breathing naturally through our nose. And then we spend a little time identifying what it is we are currently afraid of. We identify our diluted, unhealthy fears, such as the fear of dying, the fear of loss, the fear of failure, and so forth. Using our wisdom, we understand that all these fears and all these dangers arise because of our deluded minds and negative actions. We then visualize these fears together with their actual causes. So picture these fears in your mind. And then picture them in the form of a dense, thick smoke, and we breathe it out. The smoke leaves our nostrils and disappears into the furthest reaches of space where it completely disappears, never to return. As we inhale, we imagine we're breathing in all the pure, inspiring energy and fearlessness of all holy beings in the form of a blissful white light which fills our body and mind. After meditating like this for a while, we feel that our body and mind are now completely pure and that we have received the blessings and protections of all holy beings. Our body feels light and supple. Our mind is clear, peaceful, and fearless. Did that work? Woo! Yeah. That, so that's all you got to do. If you're ever afraid, close your eyes, straighten your back, imagine you're breathing out some fog, and then breathe in the light of all holy beings. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know what that is. I, <laughs> I don't know either, but th- this is what, you know, it just tries to tell them like, Hey, just picture you're blowing. Like, it's just like, it's not there. You're, you're getting rid of it. And I, I just haven't found that to be true at all. You know, fear is real. And the Bible, you know, it talks about in second Timothy, he says that God's given us, he, ha- or God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love and sound mind. What it doesn't say is that that fear, that, that the spirit of fear isn't real. It just says it's not from God. Yeah. So the first thing we have to do is admit that that fear is real. And then I think that the thing we have to realize is that the fear holds us back. So have you ever experienced that? Like, has there ever been a time where you've been afraid of something and then like you just gave into that fear and you look back, you're like, oh man, like I could have, you know, I missed out on this. Yeah, totally. Um, there our, was a time when we were doing something with our television show at our church and some people were jumping off a cliff into some water and I totally didn't want to do it. I don't love heights. I'm not like super afraid of heights, but I don't love being up there. I am. And I hate heights. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't want to be dangling off the edge of a tall building or something. Right. But use some common sense. But at the same time, uh, you know, it, this was completely safe, what they were doing. I mean, people were doing it over and over and over again. And they were jumping in water and I can swim. It's not like <laughs> I was afraid yeah. of not being able to swim, but I just didn't want to do it because it, it would freak me out. And so people were trying to get me to do it. But so on the other side of that, I'm sure it was really fun. <laughs> like a great time. But I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I do remember the one time we were in New York um, and we were bridge jumping and I, I thought you might've died. Hey, <laughs> I was, I cleared the bridge. And I jumped and it was like 30 feet high. Yeah, it, it, I, yeah, 30 to like 40 feet high. But when you went off, like you just barely leaned out enough. And we all thought your head hit like the cement bridge on the way down. And like, we're all up on the ledge ready to jump in at. And like, I hate heights. So for me to be like standing up on the ledge, like I was seriously concerned about you. Hashtag um, friendship. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I appreciate that. I, I can totally hear you about the heights. And you said you're kind of like, I hate heights. Like even like going to an IMAX movie 
and watching like Mission Impossible where he's like in Dubai and like hanging out that that building or whatever like that like seeing that in IMAX I was like oh my gosh like this <laughs> I I can't deal with this there was a time where I went on a mission trip to Nicaragua and there was a dormant volcano there that you could hike up the side and then um you took like basically a snowboard and you rode the snow the snowboard back down the hill and it was awesome yeah uh, that's one word for it so the amazing. you know we're okay, driving amazing. up to it and i know i have to walk to the top of it so i'm looking I'm like man that that's a massive volcano and then the whole time we're walking up you're like this is a foreign country it's not america like there's no safety regulations there's no handrails there's no steps there's like you're just hiking up the side of a volcano and there were parts of it where it's only i don't know like three or four feet wide like on one side is a cliff down the volcano and the other side is a cliff into the crater of the volcano and so it's like all right on this side is death on this side is death and if i have to stay in this fourth and so the whole time i'm just walking up and just working myself up like i hate this i hate this i hate heights this is crazy what am i doing what am i doing what am i doing so that we get to the top and it's time to go and i'm like i can't do it and especially because when you get to the top it was like if you've ever gone skiing and you're on a black diamond where you're at the top of the hill and you can't see the start of the hill you're getting ready to go down like that just terrifies me and so like you couldn't see where you're going and like I'm watching all these people go down and all these people and I was just like I looked at our pastor and I was like Sean I I can't do it <laughs> like I I'm I'm gonna walk back down he's like are you crazy like that's 10 million times more dangerous and we don't have time for that like we're all getting ready to sled down we're gonna be done in two minutes if you even could try to walk down it's gonna take you hours like we we're not waiting on you like you're walking down the hill or you're riding down I don't care which way you go but you're going and so I just sat there and I was like this is stupid why like why I could have just not done this I could have stayed on the bus why am I doing this and you know eventually I finally was like all right I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it and just kind of like ran up there and went and you know once you hit that point of no return you're like well I don't have a choice now and so I rode down the hill and the whole time like I was just I was just praying in tongues the whole way down like oh god save me like what am I doing and I got to the bottom and just like laid in like volcanic ash for like five minutes I'm like oh all right I, I made it um and it was I guess I could say it was fun um but you know I, it th that fear was holding me back from something that I didn't need to be held back from like I was like panicking I mean I, I, I was you know 30 something years old and I was acting like I was like seven or eight like it, it was just crazy how much that fear was taking control of my life and if we look in the Bible, if we go to First Samuel, in chapter 17 is the story of David and Goliath. And so here's Goliath, and he's stepping out and issuing this, you know, hey, somebody come out and fight me, win or take all. And it says, on hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. Like, they were all afraid of Goliath. And it says in another verse that the whole army ran from him in fear. So here is the Israelite army being held back from everything that God has called them to do because of fear. Has there ever been a time in your life where you let fear keep you from something God was calling you to? Totally. One time that comes to mind specifically, uh, I was doing a retreat. It was like a prayer retreat. And one of the focus uh, of the time we were at was to think about God's call in your life, what God wants you to do. And 
I heard very clearly God speak to me and say the Great Commission, which is go and make disciples of all nations. Uh-huh. Uh, well, there's a lot more to the Great Commission, <laughs> but I immediately got hung up on go to all nations. And I immediately argued with God and was like, no, I'm not going. <laughs> I'd never been out of the country and I didn't even want to go. I didn't want to try to go. I didn't want to think about going. I didn't want to look anything up online about it. <laughs> like I, I just didn't want to go. And I immediately told God, no, I'm not going. And as a part of the internship I was doing that year, it was a requirement as a leadership experience at the end of that internship to go. Yes. And I was thinking of all these ways that I was going to talk to our pastor and be like, no, I can't go. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do it. And it was all based on that fear. And it was the fear of the unknown. I was going to uh-huh. catch some disease, <laughs> yeah. like irrational fear. About, <laughs> I don't know. Snakes and spiders are going to bite me. Like it's, it's crazy stuff. But, right. but now like having been out of the country many times now <laughs> and just seeing the experience and God opening up the Bible to me in new and different ways and allowing me to minister to people, it totally changed my life and my yeah. view of what God does and who God is. And so that was totally holding me back. <laughs> right. And it's crazy, like you said, like how much we can just get wrapped up in that. And, you know, just like that Israelite army, like day after day after day, they were just so afraid they didn't do anything. They just sat there and they just, they just, just sat there. And that's basically all they did, just hid in their tents and did nothing. That's funny that you say that because I, I just thought that whole time that I was praying and seeking God, like I was arguing with God, like mm. I could have been seeking right. God about other things. Right. So it totally even held me back in that moment. Right. Exactly. So we have to like admit that fear is real and that's okay. Like fear, it's a thing, but it's not a thing we have to deal with. It's not a thing that we have to let hold us back. And, you know, here is the Israelite army being held back. And then David comes along and he's like, what are you guys doing? And he has a completely different response. But here's what I'm going to do. The conversation has been awesome, uh, but we're going to pause right here. Maybe you're like, you know what? The, I, I am dealing with some fear. And, you know, this week we've talked about how we have to admit they're real and it holds us back. And Derek, what we're going to do, I'm going to bring you back next week. And we're going to talk about what we can practically do to be set free from those fears. Rock on. Sweet. Let's do it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. we'll see you guys next week thank you guys for listening to the love and cookies podcast you know there's not much better than a fresh baked cookie so go ahead and subscribe so that you can get new episodes straight out of the oven and don't be selfish share them with your friends again thanks for listening until next time